Yes, this is the Well Actually Podcast. Thank you for joining me. I just want to say, uh, remember you can get the Well Actually Podcast on various streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play. And please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. So I want to start off uh, with a 30-day challenge update. Like, I'm already regretting putting this out on a podcast, but I guess it was necessary. So, ever since I put it out there last week, that I was doing a 30-day workout challenge. Which is essentially working out every day of the month of April. Uh, some people have been hitting me up, I guess, asking for updates and proof that I'm actually going along with it. And that's kind of the point, really. Even though it's kind of coming back to bite me in the ass, but whatever. Uh, the main update I have right now is that everything hurts joints my ego everything but you know there's still there's progress and you can actually start to see it now week two is when your body sort of adapts to whatever you've been doing in week one and you have to turn it up a notch to get some results so that's kind of what the the main challenge is right now but probably by next week things might get even easier but we'll see uh, one of the first things I want to talk about right now is I know we haven't talked a lot of sports on the podcast, so I was going to talk about the I was going to talk about the beginning of the baseball season, but nobody was having that. Uh, Nigerians and Americans alike came together and said we're not we're not doing that. So I got a resounding no there. So this seems like a good place to start. Uh, Dwayne Wade announced his retirement before the season started. And last night, he played his last home game for the Miami Heat. And he scored 30 points. They won the game handily. And it was just like a really emotional scene for everyone in Miami. And people who were there. And even people who were watching on TV. And I just wanted to like run through some brief like career achievements for Dwayne Wade. Like, this is his 16th and final season. He was the fifth pick in the 2003 draft. That's the same draft that had LeBron James and Carmelo. 13-time All-Star and three-time NBA champion. So, one thing that really stood out to me about this whole story and why I decided to bring it onto the podcast. So, while he's been on this sort of retirement tour, he's been swapping jerseys with players in every city he's played in. And before the final game, there was this Budweiser commercial that came out. And unless you're living under a rock i'm sure you've seen it but just in case i'm just going to give you like the brief synopsis of the the commercial because it's a it's a really long commercial but it's it was really really well done uh, it shows uh, Dwayne wade walking into the home arena of the miami heat and they basically say that he's been doing jersey swaps but there are five jerseys left uh, for him and he has no idea who these people are and the first one is uh, the sister of one of the victims of the Parkland shooting, who Dwayne Wade wrote the boy's name on his shoe to honor his memory. The second is a woman whose house burned down before Christmas. And it was revealed that Dwayne Wade actually took her and her family on a shopping spree after that happened. 
then it, there was a young man who said his life was going down a dark path until some words from D. Wade inspired him. The next person was a woman who couldn't afford to go to college until uh, D. Wade's organization actually gave her a full tuition scholarship. And then the last person that came out was actually Dwayne Wade's mom. And she had struggled with addiction and actually went to prison. And then when she came out, she turned her life around. And it was just like a really, really like touching, heartfelt uh, commercial where it shows the kind of impact people can have based on their platform or just based on who they are as people. And I feel like it's a call to action to use whatever platform you have, however big or small, to make a difference. Whether it's like reaching out to someone during a sad moment or offering words of encouragement, or even if you have the means to possibly offer financial relief to someone who simply doesn't have it. And I know the last episode was pretty somber because of the whole uh, Nipsey hustle conversation. But part of his legacy was that you're supposed to leave behind something that has an impact on other people. Something that's much bigger than you and just what you've achieved. And then I hope uh, this sort of ties into that where however big or small your contribution might be to someone else, at least make sure you do it. Alright, so we're going to take a quick break here and we'll be right back. Alright, so another thing that's been in the news lately was when Netflix sort of teased like this yellow backdrop with Greek lettering and it said homecoming. And immediately a lot of people went into like detective mode and trying to figure out, okay, what could this be about? Uh, who, who, who are they talking about? What, what is coming? And some people like almost immediately put together that this has something to do with Beyonce. And you know, once Beyonce is involved, a lot of things get ratcheted up to 100 or even 200. And eventually it came out that yes, it was in fact uh, a documentary based on Beyonce's uh, 2018 Coachella performance, where she became the first woman of color to headline the festival. And it's basically going to feature the first time that the entire performance uh, will be seen at, like in one place since it was live streamed. Like there have been little clips and snippets from it shown everywhere. And I won't say that I'm like uh, I'm like beehive like because those folks are you know they're on the front lines. They're the ones that know every single detail about every single thing. But I say I'm more like you know the reserves or like National Guard. You know just one weekend a month, two weeks a year, where you're just like, you know, sharpening your skills just in case you're called upon. But yeah, this seems like it's really in-depth and it's going to look at like behind the scenes, uh, what went into like the whole creative uh, concept of the project. And it's actually been six years since the last sort of like documentary movie type release from Beyonce and that that was when she uh, put out uh, Life is But a Dream and that was on HBO so the whole thing just put a lot of people on edge and like people are trying to figure out okay when is it coming out 
what are they gonna have to do to get ready and apparently it's coming out april 17th and i'm sure it, uh netflix must have shelled out a lot of money to get this uh, to get this footage which coincidentally is just two weeks before netflix is set to increase their prices for all of their um, subscription models so hey, they, they got to pay for that somehow and based on like again there are a lot of detectives out there based on there's some similarities in the pattern that led up to that uh 2013 release of the movie where there was uh, an announcement about some sort of fashion line or fashion collaboration than the movie and some people are now speculating that there might be new music on the way and what better way to sort of get that information out there than with this documentary so I'm sure the beehive is at, at like a high alert and I know it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see what we actually see in this documentary because the performance itself was phenomenal because of how they incorporated all of the HBCU elements with the band and the dancers and even the the scholarship that she set up which was I felt wasn't really talked about a lot but it, it seems like a really big part of what she's doing in like this new phase of her career which is trying to empower a bunch of people so it was I think it was a hundred thousand dollars split between four institutions and they're supposed to give it to one uh, student that they deem eligible or deemed worthy of it and like i said it's coming out april 17th and it it should be exciting for a lot of people who are interested in her music or just interested in her as a performer because she definitely puts on a really good show all right sticking in the music industry i want to talk about this little nas x story uh with uh old town road and initially I thought it was just like a meme or like a parody of sorts, but apparently like with the way like the Yeehaw challenge went off on TikTok, it sort of made the song blow up and it actually entered the Billboard country charts and reached as high as number 19. But I, then some controversy sort of came up, which I felt like actually made the song blow up even further where it was removed from the billboard charts for quote failing to embrace enough elements of country sound now i don't i don't even know like how many more yeehaws he had to throw in there but he was talking he was talking what i would what i would say is a lot of country ish on it and what now made it even even funnier was that billy ray cyrus reached out to him because he I guess in his back in his day he also had some run-ins with the country billboard charts that were sort of not letting him break in because of his sound or whatever and he joined forces with uh, Lil Nas X and they put out the Old Town Road remix and I think it's just poetic that it was the father of a culture vulture who sort of gave Lil Nas X his little cosign there. And now the song is the number one song on the charts, like bumping Ariana Grande. And yes, it's Grande, not Grande. You, you can look that up. 
where it bumped her off the number one spot and it's just I don't I couldn't think of a more perfect person to actually I don't even say legitimize but who who can like deny the country part of the of the song now and I already know like the if his like uh, Lil Nas X mom was Nigerian every prayer points with any spirit of billboard that is coming against you we rebuke it and we bind it because it's like you, he had only reached like a certain level initially before the controversy or before uh, the backlash from the uh, country music and I wouldn't go as far as saying anything was like racist but it was definitely like exclusionary there and they have like a, lo- a long history of doing their whole gatekeeper thing where they're not going to allow anyone new in unless they fit into a certain box but then you look at someone like taylor swift who i guess got her start in country music and then just veered completely into pop and was still getting this sort of recognition from country music uh, getting plays on country music stations or whatever but i feel like that that whole removal from the country chart and it, it sort of backfired on them and definitely catapulted him to a new level because i'm not even sure if he signed now because he he put out the original song independently just put it out on soundcloud and it's picked up a lot of steam so i'm interested to see where his career goes from here if he even has a career after this and being a one hit wonder isn't necessarily a bad thing but it's like i'm hoping that maybe there is something really positive that comes out of this beyond just the success of Old Town Road. And if you haven't heard it, go check it out. It is, the least, the least I can say, it is very, very catchy. So I can understand why a lot of people got their yeehaw on with it. So I wanted to get into this story uh, out of South Africa real quick. And it essentially proves that a story can be a tragedy to some and be a comedy to others. So uh, this group, uh, snuck into a games reserve in South Africa with the intention to poach rhinos and it was reported that one of them one of the men was killed by an elephant and when the other members of the group sort of reported it to his family and then to the local police his remains or part of his remains were found all they found were his jeans and his skull apparently after being killed by the elephant the remains were devoured by a pride of lions so he snuck onto this uh, games reserve to poach rhinos which are I, I want to say they're endangered or at least on the brink and they're and they're trying to, I guess, sell the, the horns. And I don't want to make light of like the death of a person or whatever, but not only did he sneak onto this game's reserve illegally, but he did it on foot. So you don't even have the protection of, of like a vehicle or whatever. And it, it, it is a big problem that is sort of like plaguing parts of Africa where 
whether it's like Southern Africa or even Eastern Africa, where there are these reserves that are dedicated to preserving these uh, endangered species. And some people are just, just feel so entitled and they go ahead and I guess they're putting up uh, their own financial gain over the survival of the species. And what now gives this an even weirder uh, finish to the story is that because what they did was illegal, the remaining members of the group are now in custody and they're awaiting whatever trial or punishment comes their way because, as you said, that activity was illegal. And finally, in what might be the most exciting piece of news for the coming week is that the Game of Thrones Season 8 premiere is this Sunday. And for those who don't know, like, it's like you must be living under a rock or something, but it's one of those uh, cultural things where everyone seems to be around a TV once it comes on. And that is very rare in this TV climate. Other than sports, I can't think of many TV programs where people actually show up like by the TVs live to watch it. And the thing about Game of Thrones is it's grown a lot based on word of mouth. So for the first seven seasons of the show, it's other than, I want to say NCIS, but this was like while the show was already going on. But growing from year one to year seven, it's the only show that has increased viewership on average every single year. So other shows where there might be some drop off after a certain point, uh, from season one to season seven, the viewership has, like the viewership has grown to the point like it's now like must see TV. And with this uh, season eight, they distilled it down to six episodes which each episode averages about an hour for like the first two and then beyond that is like almost an hour and a half for every episode and episode three is set to be the longest because it has the what the uh, producers are calling the epic battle scene which is essentially going to have the longest battle like in tv or film history that's the way they've put it so and the thing about uh, HBO is there are no commercials so I don't know how you're gonna have to like set up your bathroom schedule with that but it's really it's going to be a really intense uh, season and I don't know who which characters you guys are rooting for or who you've changed your minds on or who you hate the most but there is going to be like a lot of resolution in this season and I went ahead and looked and so there are no breaks in between like there's no like one week off or anything it's six episodes straight through and the series finale is going to be on May 19th and in an interview that the showrunners did they said they've already had this idea for how the show is going to end they had it about five years ago so I think this was entering into season three or probably between season three and four where they had this idea okay they know where the show is leaning towards and how they would like for it to end and that, that sort of like builds into the the mystique of the show where 
everyone just has their ideas and there's people who who read the books before watching the series and they feel they have like an upper hand on anything but at this point the show is actually ahead of the books so at this point anything you say or you su suspect is probably just a theory and nothing that can be really verified until the episodes come out but again it's not just the action itself but the commentary around it and i'm not sure who is more annoying if it's the fans or the how do you how do i even put this but the folks who the contrarians yeah so the ones who like oh i'm one of the one percent of the people that haven't watched game of thrones bruh there's 300 million people in america 8 billion in the world you really think only one percent haven't seen game of thrones like don't you're, you're not you're not special okay just just chill go go watch something else if that's what the case is like it's sort of like a badge of honor to not have seen one of the most popular shows on TV that just happens to also be some of the best content on TV. But yeah, you're, you're, you're not special because of that. And it's not also 1%. Okay, like the highest rated episode of Game of Thrones probably had 20 million. And that is less than 10% of the population. But anyway, uh, another thing that has been really, I don't want to say controversial, but it's like, that left people like scratching their heads was that they put out this press release that Travis Scott and The Weeknd are going to be part of this season's soundtrack and of course you know the jokes are going to follow about it's lit anytime a dragon comes on screen but I'm I'm curious to see how they intend to incorporate these whether it's original songs or something that is part of their existing catalog and how that's going to come through in the in the episodes because i remember uh i don't know if it was last season or the one before where ed sheeran <laughs> was in an episode and he caught a lot of flack for that even though it's just like a really innocuous scene where he's just you know doing his thing talking singing with some some bros in the woods and but yeah game of thrones is and I'm so I'm kind of stuck between either doing a weekly recap of what happened or just ignoring the show altogether and like marathoning it right before the series finale. I know it's like a it's like a really big it's it's like a really big swing between both options, but I guess I'll decide on Sunday. And it's probably because I don't have HBO, but that's that's not getting into that. But I'm I'm really looking forward to the final season because they took such a long time off and it's like really like when they announced it i you would feel like this day would never come but it's here now and we finally get to get to see everything that they've been working on and to the people who are trying to avoid spoilers i don't know how you're going to do it because people seem to lose all like decorum based on don't share spoilers but no they like to live tweet and and post theories and and i'm talking about like in very very specific detail they go into what is happening because there are ways you can talk about a show as it's going on where there's still some sort of ambiguity about what's happening but no they would say no this person is dying at this very moment and i'm going to tell you who is killing him and with which weapon and who is witnessing it and what i think is about to happen next and you're just like bruh like let, 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 let me save something for me like damn but yeah if you're one of those people who doesn't like 
seeing spoilers, you're either just going to have to get off the internet for six weeks or I don't know what kind of muting you're going to have to do where you mute every single keyword with regards to Game of Thrones and even that's probably not going to work because there are some assholes who will purposely misspell things so that their spoilers get through your filters and all you can do is pray for those people but anyway uh, probably by next week I would have decided if I'm going to do like a weekly recap or just avoid the show altogether and hope for the best so thank you again for joining us on the well actually podcast like I said earlier we are available on all streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play and Stitcher you can also get all the content on thewellactuallypod.com there's audio and video content there and if you're just interested in video content exclusively there is a youtube channel for the well actually podcast and please remember to subscribe rate and review and if you like what you're hearing you can also share it with others and please don't hesitate to talk back to the show we are on twitter instagram and facebook for comments suggestions or if you even want to be a a co-host please let us know and we will talk to you next week thank you